0: And welcome to the Potter Vision Podcast. The podcast where every single week, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and a gentleman that likes to be known as Tom Laurinson. We look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books and we use that as a skeleton for a podcast episode. This week, we're on episode 83, chapter 26 of The Goblet of Fire, The Second Task. Mm. Tom, how are you feeling about this task that we've got today? Recording this. I'm I'm feeling hopeful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me too, actually. Yeah. And you say you're hopeful about today's task. Yeah. You listened to uh, Monday's episode last Monday's.
0: Hey, I did. I listened to this week's episode. And um, my bit of news that I'm going to uh, reveal that I've been up to this week is I'm going to sue you. Hmm. Yeah, because there's been a there was a lot of slander in that episode, may I say? (laughs) You think I put my little AirPods in, right? Right, I put my noise cancellation on so I can enjoy the episode to the full. And what do I hear for the first six and a half minutes of the (laughs) podcast? But Tom be nasty about me. What do you mean? Where's the nastiness coming? Look, I'll hold me hands up and I'll say the bare bones of the story are true. Right? See? We'd agreed to the meet on Friday. The bare boner of the story is true. <laughs> We'd agreed to meet on the Friday, but uh, the week ran away with me and I hadn't prepared the episode in time. Mm. So we met on Sunday instead. Oh, Oh, the way the story was told, I, well, it, I come across like a right knobhead. I said it as concise as that, didn't I? <laughs> I don't think you did. You did about 12 times the length. First time hearing of it, but go on. Oh, it, it, I come across as this like awful prima donna that... Uh, bosses everyone around but i'm not i just sent a little text to some saying i'm very sorry but i've not managed to I don't, prep the epi- not
1: i don't remember getting the sorry
0: <laughs> oh hang on right mean, i'm gonna read I don't it I think sorry was said oh well, maybe i didn't say I think sorry you went
1: caveman speak i think you did. Heard, I me no do podcast today me quit or me kill
0: you something like that okay let me have a look uh i said oh we text each other a lot don't we Huh? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I put, can we record tomorrow or Sunday, please? What did I say? You said, how come, brother? (laughs) And I said, not done the prep, but need to do a few jobs today. And then you put, yeah. How to spell yeah. Y-E. Yeah. Yeah. And to me... (laughs) Where's the sorry? (laughs) Yeah, there wasn't a sorry, to be fair. You see, listeners,
1: what you need to understand is sometimes the apologies will be false always keep a log of every conversation you have with yeah. another person because sometimes they will slide in like, oh, I did say sorry. No, I did. I swear my own life. I swear my own eyes, I said sorry.
0: Yeah. And they didn't. Excuse me, you just accused me of texting like a caveman. <laughs> and I just said, can we please record tomorrow instead?
1: That is not the matter at hand, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the question, is it? The question wasn't, did I accuse you of... a?" Uh, Talking like a caveman. The question yeah. was, you were adamant, and you swore on your own life. Yeah, and you got to, you proved yourself wrong, Your Honour. Yeah, you you then were the defence and the
0: prosecution. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But I didn't like the tone of those six and a half minutes. Can I just say? Uh, I, I did. I think they were funny, and that so, <laughs> no, they were funny. And I'm gonna do uh, a Johnny Depp, and I'm gonna sue you for defamation. Or defamation. Whatever it's called. How tasteless are you? What?
1: That you would bring up that that court case on this pod. Why? What's wrong with that? It's a very serious matter at hand. I know, you've been horrible about me. (laughs) Do you know what Amanda Heard is accusing Johnny Depp of? (laughs) What? Beating her up. And worse, oh, what a... listeners. <laughs> I didn't know about that. This is the strangest start to a PotterVision podcast <laughs> episode ever. Yeah. Oh
0: bloody hell! Mm. What have
1: you been up to anyway?
0: Calling me lawyers. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Story. I don't think I've been up to much since I last uh, talked to you. Um, I've been teaching improv at Leeds. I've been working in my school. Oh, some kids are a bit upset that I'm going. That was a bit sad. Because I was like, oh, we've only got two more weeks with me, and then I'm moving. Really? Was it the same who called you a migrant? Uh, No, it was a different kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a bit sad, really, isn't it? uh, They're
1: sad to see him leave. Yeah, yeah. They're going to miss his (laughs) crazy old ways. (laughs) Yeah, but... uh... But Lucas Kirkby's retiring. He's done a full (laughs) lifetime's worth of work. Yeah. Now he's moving to mainland Europe, one of the biggest countries
0: in Europe. Yeah. And that's where he's going to lay his hat. Yeah, I'm excited for my retirement. I've worked a good seven years building up my pension. Mm. And now at 27, I'm ready to yeah, put down my tools and live a life of leisure. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Working in Germany, retired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to this week, my friend? Well, I decided,
1: you know, because you're running away and no one's ever going to see you ever again. I was oh yeah, like, I've got to do other things. So I decided to record yesterday a pilot for hopefully a new YouTube series I'm going to do called. Stockholm Syndrome. Is this true? Yeah. Oh, this is exciting. And what's this? And what I do is basically I, uh, I kidnap someone. <laughs> yeah. With their consent. Always right. get someone's consent if you're going to kidnap them, right? Yeah. So I decided <laughs> to kidnap someone. <laughs> yeah. I decided to kidnap Dan Tiernan. Oh, he's good. He'd be a good hostage. He was a good hostage. So I went around, yeah. picked him up. I got him to read like a... A letter, <laughs> you know. To, yeah, to his, I like this idea. to his family. I yeah. blindfolded him. I yeah, I put him in my car, and then I tried to give him Stockholm syndrome. I tried to make him you love know, you. Yeah, fall yeah. in love with me. Yeah, uh, and what I did, I took him to a drive-through and I got him a donut. <laughs> blindfolded. Yeah. And then I had him try and guess where we were. And it was funny because we were in queue for absolutely ages. Yeah. We queuing in traffic. And he, well, in a line. And he was like, oh, you couldn't believe. He was building it up so much in his head where he was. <laughs> he, he was like, oh, we're at we're at Alton Towers, aren't we?
0: <laughs> he thought we were. At, was he? Stopped put Mackeys?
1: We, no, this is was bef-
0: after that. Oh,
1: right, yeah. This was after that. He was like, oh, we're at a zoo, aren't we? We're going to the zoo. <laughs> I was like, warmer, warmer. Do you know where i would taken him? Go on. Car wash.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bloody hell. (sighs) Did he get to witness the car wash or just listen? Yeah, I let him uh, whip off his blindfold.
1: And I tell you what, when was the last time you went in a car wash?
0: Oh, it's been a while. I love the car wash.
1: The one by my house in Stockport. You scan your phone. Yeah. Three quid. Oh, love it. And you get the whole experience of being in a car wash.
0: Yeah, yeah. Seeing those rollers come closer and closer.
1: You're telling me, brother.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Great, wind you window up, Dad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, uh. Bloody hell. So, I might release that one, might record another. Yeah. Uh, but I've learned from the old experience. Good. What have you learned? Doing things like that are tiresome and they take energy and effort.
0: That's what yeah. I've learned. Yeah. Not like this podcast. It's a piece of piss doing this, isn't it? <laughs> i got to tell you, this podcast, it breaks my back. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, you had a lovely straight back before we did this. Now you're hunched over like an old crone. Now it's bent. Yeah, you got a bent back, <laughs> haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Your back's as bent as a copper off line of duty. Oh, why'd you have to bring that up? Oh, what can I bring up, eh? um yeah what have you had for eat today i've had oh yeah i was telling you about this i've had because i work in bolton and there's a famous pasty company called cars pasties there is no such thing there is pasties <laughs> right and they said right look you've got to have a cars pasty before you go so i was like all right so we went to Cars Pasties, right, and we went to the proper one, because they sell at, like, Spa and stuff. But we went to the actual Cars pasty shop, and it was next to Cars Pasties HQ. And I had two pasties. I had meat and potato, and I had cheese and jalapeno. And let me tell you, they're some of the best pasties I've ever had. Oh, they were good. Lovely, soft, but not soggy pastry. Well... That's your last one you're ever going to have in your life yeah. before you shipped off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the Isle of Aleman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And I've been moving my stuff as well. There's a woman who uh, does a workshop in Leeds who is from Germany, and they're moving back in August. And they've said, hey, we're taking a big old lorry full of stuff. You can put some boxes in our lorry if you want. Fucking convenient. It's good, isn't it? If you don't mind me saying. Yeah, isn't that good? Aren't you pleased
1: for me? That is the thing about Lucas Kirkby. He's a networker. He knows people. He involves himself in many groups of people. Improv. Another group of improv. (laughs) Yeah. He works in a school. He He works in another school. He went and found me. The yeah. loner that the hermit that I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. like Luna Lovegood's dad. Yeah, you are,
0: aren't I? You, yeah, and I'd sell you for less than he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all about who you know, isn't it? And uh, they've, t- and all I have to do is pay the difference in petrol that it would have been extra to go uh, to where Martina is. With are the
1: they going to drop it off at your house? I think so. Yeah. Wow, how far away do they live from uh, Martina's mm-hmm. lot? About an hour, an hour and a half. Mental. Lovely, isn't it? Mental. Yeah, fantastic. If you lived an hour from me... Yeah?
0: We wouldn't see each other ever again. (laughs) I'm not far off now. (laughs) (laughs) About 40 minutes with bad traffic. (laughs) Oh, let there not be bad traffic. Let there not be bad traffic, please. Oh, please.
1: Yeah.
0: Tom Lawrenson. Lucas...
1: Eugene Murphy Kirkby.
0: (laughs) I'd love to be called that Murphy Kirkby. (laughs) Would you like a rundown of the second
1: task? More than anything, dear friend.
0: So they're trying to figure out how the heck is Harry Potter going to survive underwater? And they just can't figure it out. They're in the library till the silly o'clock in the morning. They can't work it out. And Harry even ends up sneaking back into the library with his invisibility cloak in the middle of the night and falling asleep. Next thing, he's woken up by Dobby. Dobby's woken up. He said, Harry, you've got ten minutes to get your ass down to the lake and do the task. Right, so he's running. <laughs> he's got a stitch he gets there he's out of breath but he jumps in the pool eats his gillyweed which dobby also gives him and he's suddenly got gills and webbed feet and big old hands that can paddle he swims down to the bottom of the lake and there the bottom are ron hermione cho-chank and fleur's sister who doesn't have a name and then he thinks right well that runs mine of course (laughs) He's my favourite out of these four. But what about the others who's going to rescue them? Well, Cedric eventually turns up and rescues Joe. Crumb turns up with a shark head and rescues Hermione. But nobody's rescuing little baby Fleur. So he goes, all right, I'll take you then. The there's, mo- there's two sisters called Fleur. No, no, I thought just baby Fleur being the sister of Fleur. All oh, right, okay. Mini Fleur. <laughs> And uh, the mer people like, no, no, you can only take Ron. And he goes, I'll shoot you. And they go, all right, you can have, you can have the baby. So he takes them all up and he nearly drowns, but he gets them up and he's the last one out. But because he was a good boy, they award him second place with 45 points. And now in the overall scores, he's tied first with Cedric. Mm. And that was the second task. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. What a chapter, by the way. What a chapter.
1: Yeah. I was grinning from ear to ear. Do I even have to
0: finish it? No. To arsehole. Ear to arsehole. (laughs) Right. He had a mad-eye moody grin. It was lopsided. (laughs) Is that going down the front and then round or down the back? Imagination
1: up here, pal. Imagination (laughs) up here. Keep it out the gutter. All right. Oh, you're going to win, Harry. Don't put that pressure on him. Yeah, come on, Hagrid. Don't put that pressure on him, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's an honour just to be taking part. Why does he have to win the task? Oh, you've
0: already figured it out, haven't you, Harry? I know. No, he's not. (laughs) Nobody in this book is like, Well, it's the taking part that counts. Everyone's like, I know you're going to win, and if you don't, I'll... Kill (laughs) myself. You better win, Harry, or put it this way. Don't show your face round here no more, boy. (laughs) If you don't win, I'm going to (laughs) bloody fire myself, resign and kill someone. (laughs) Thanks, Now Have a cup of tea, won't you? (laughs) Now they're practising some banishing charms, aren't they? Mm. And uh, someone's uh, throwing... Flitwick around the room. Has he got no defensive capabilities? <laughs> this master of charms. How does he allow himself to be in all these situations? He's either being flown around, dangled upside down, a f- frog lands on his head. He's always at the butt end of these spells, <laughs> and it's it's funny because he's little apparently. Mm. That's what we're supposed to get from this. You don't see McGonagall flying around the room, do you? No. No, you don't see uh, Moody with a frog on his head, do you? No. You don't see Snape with mangled legs. Oh yeah, blowing you do her. see. Yeah, you do <laughs> see Snape
1: with mangled <laughs> legs. I'll give you that. You don't see Snape strutting around in a negligee, dear.
0: Yeah, that's true. No, you mate. do. You do. yeah, He's nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> and they're uh they're having a discussion aren't they hey, what's what's the deal who's got it out for harry is it mr crouch it's a bit suspicious isn't it hey it'd be a good twist if it ended up being grubbly plank wouldn't it <laughs> put his name in the goblet of fire mm. <laughs> you'd never suspect her would you
1: and how you want to suspect her because it sounds like there's no such person who put your name in the goblet of fire who was it it was grubbly plank liar Don't start making up names for attention now. Right, you've just put your hand on the Bible,
0: and now you're saying grubbly plank to me. Great, eternal damnation, I hope you're happy. (laughs) (laughs) And he's trying to think, isn't he, how am I going to get underwater and survive? Right, It's not as if humans can do it with a scuba suit. Well, don't they say,
1: what is it they're trying to accio from the nearest muggle town?
0: Aqualungs or something. Do you
1: reckon that's snorkeling gear?
0: See, I thought that was like a magic thing. I don't know what aqualungs are.
1: I think it might be. human thing? Yeah. Because it had to be like, oh, what if they go past humans?
0: Yeah. Hey, just do aqua... You don't have to do accio. You can go and get them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Wait till the minute before the task and then shout accio aqualungs.
1: Yeah. Leave the school premises. Take your broomstick fly to nearest town. Take some. Yeah. On your way. Sorted. Hagrid'll go and get him for you. <laughs> Dumbledore'll go and get him for you. That's that's the other thing with this chapter. So Hagrid's got Harry's got to figure out how am I going to breathe? Yeah. Do I need to finish underwater? Underwater. Yeah. Right. How's he going to breathe underwater? How's he going to breathe? To his ass. He's not asked anyone who might know. Yeah. He's not asked Dumbledore, he's not asked McGonagall, he's not yeah. asked Snape, he's not asked anyone. I'm assuming the Tri-Wizard Champions must not have any help. Yeah? I know, yeah, yeah. But why not? Exactly. He's already figured out the riddle.
0: He should do the Polyjuice Potion, turn himself into Madame Maxime, and ask Hagrid for advice. Wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> of what might happen
1: yeah <laughs> what do i what are you thinking i'm thinking might
0: happen yeah uh, you might have to kiss hagrid worse than that uh, <laughs> shag him worse than that oh god what <laughs> what have you his babies have to breed with hagrid didn't breed he? with him oh <laughs> bloody hell here's a question
1: Harry's pregnant during the third task.
0: Oh! (laughs) So if you take... Yeah, this is interesting. How good is the Polyjuice Potion? Because if you Polyjuice Potion yourself into a woman, can you get pregnant?
1: I sure hope so. (laughs) Otherwise, what's the point? I'm not doing it.
0: (laughs) Harry pregnant by the end of the year. Oh, Hagrid, you're going to be paying for this kid, you know. You're not getting away with it. I know where you live. Oh, that'd be good. Would be good, wouldn't it? Mm,
1: Very good. (laughs) Now, Harry is reading in the library, going through every book he's and also, there's not even as if there's a a key to any of these books, you know. You can't go ask the librarian, you got any books about breathing underwater? I can't tell you. Oh, for Christ's sake.
0: I know, there's got to be like a list of books. Just a
1: million books out. Yeah. But uh, Harry's heart uh, skips a beat every time he sees the word water. But like, surely he should know if he's reading a recipe for something else. I know. A potion, you know, for making your legs long. Water. (gasps) Oh, add 250 mils of water. (laughs) Pay attention, it's in the question.
0: Yeah, come on. Hey, can I have a glass of water? (laughs) What are you going to say next? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. To breathe in? No. Uh To drink? No.
1: When am I going to find this clue? Victor Crumb... Oh, yeah, that fella. ...in this chapter turns himself into a shark. Oh, yeah, big shark head, doesn't he? Half shark. Shark boy, right? Yeah. Hermione Granger says at the beginning of the chapter... ...they're talking about Animagi and saying how... ...you don't get to learn how to do it till you're a bit older... ...because it can go wrong. Is Victor Crumb... Part animagi at that point. As he like, is he having a go at that? Because he's not fully formed.
0: Yeah, he's on his way, isn't he? Is that
1: an example of a mi- ill-formed animagi that Hermione was talking about?
0: Well, you know, because he's only had a couple of months to figure out this clue. <clears throat> if that's what he's done in two months, he's going to be fantastic animagus mm. He really is. If he can have a big old shark's head and survive underwater. After just two months of practice, oh it's gonna be fantastic. Cause
1: in the film we see him swim past as a shark head. Oh, it's scary, isn't it? But I just assumed he'd had a bit of I don't know. Yeah. Some, some of Fred and George's shark transformation sweets.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he's just eating a shark butty or something. And yeah. then Give it had a big shark head. Yeah. Cause that must exist. Shark Butty. Shark Butty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Cedric's just got a bag on his head, essentially. Yeah. Is that why he looks like the Quasimodo of sharks? Yeah, I think so. It's supposed to be a bad look, isn't it? He's a shark that is half-formed. Hope you don't mind me saying, but you're an ugly shark, aren't you? (laughs) of all the sharks I've seen, you've got to be the least sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Ugly, mate. Ugly. Oh, <laughs> Dobby pops up. Oh, yeah, because he falls asleep trying to read these books, doesn't he? He wakes
1: up. Dobby is shaking him awake. Yeah. He's screaming down his earhole. Yeah. Crying bloody murder, insisting that Harry must attend the second task. And he's even going to give Harry the solution to take part in said task. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you, Dobby. He's changed his tune, hasn't he? Harry. Dobby. In what way? Two years ago, Dobby was trying to keep Harry out of harm's way. Yeah. Now, if anything, he's putting him in harm's way. But yeah. what lurks in those waters? Giant squid. Mm. Grindelwald, Mer people. Yeah. It's cold.
0: Yeah. You're right. Shark boy. Yeah, <laughs> two years ago, Dobby is trying to save Harry's life. Today, like, get in that lake, lad. You've got ten minutes. Dive in. But why? Why has it taken Dobby to do it? He's got ten minutes left. Has no one else come to say hello? I know Ron and Hermione are down, uh, down in the lake, but has no one else come to find him? But he's still, under the, uh, he's still under the invisibility cloak at this point. Yeah. So can Dobby see through the invisibility cloak as well?
1: Maybe you could hear him snoring.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe. But this invisibility cloak, right, cats can see through it. Elves can see through it. A magic mechanical eye can see through it. This cloak is shit. <laughs> Everyone else but humans can see through it. I oh, know, you'd be going, excuse me, death. Yeah. Right? when when me and my
1: brothers passed over the river, yeah, yeah, and we didn't die, yeah, and you give me the invisibility cloak, yeah, I'd be assuming that Mad Eye Moody and a, and a little elf couldn't uh, see
0: through at death, yeah. Excuse me, have it back, yeah. <laughs> me dog keeps giving me away. I'm here trying to spy on women, right? Yeah? And me dog keeps barking at me, giving the game away, tugging the cloth over me head. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. What are you going to do about it, dead boy? <laughs> Don't call death dead boy. <laughs> all right, Grim
1: Reaper. There you go. There you go. Yeah. It's Much just, better. Just a bit shit, is it, this cloak? And also, Dobby, like... I know most people... I reckon every member of the listener base of this podcast adores Dobby with all their hearts. There's nothing more appealing... Than a skinny little creature that is sickly and lives by its own laws, right? Yeah. People love that. Yeah. But for me, it's even bigger insult that he can't even be bothered to learn Ron's name. Ron has gifted Dobby with a Christmas sweater. Yeah. And he calls him Wheezy. Yeah. You know Harry Potter? Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's Wheezy. Yeah, come on. Harry doesn't call him Weasley. Harry calls him Ron. Yeah. My best friend, Ron.
0: Where's this wheezy shit coming from? Yeah, if you've not got the respect to learn my friend's name, (laughs) then I don't have the respect to talk to you. Mm. Now give me that gillyweed and piss off. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah? Got me thinking, though. Uh, Gillyweed is the method that Harry takes to breathe underwater.
0: Yeah, fantastic. How would you breathe underwater
1: if you didn't know about Gillyweed? If I didn't
0: know about Gillyweed... You didn't
1: know about Shark
0: Boy, and you didn't know about Bubblehead. And I'm not allowed to use a scuba diving suit with oxygen cylinder. No. How would I... I would have a 100-metre-long snorkel. (laughs) That's good. It'd work. Yeah? (laughs) That's good. That's great. It'd work. Yeah, big old snorkel, and uh, yeah, that, that'd be how I'd do it. <laughs> Swim about with me snorkel like that. Yeah, uh, what about you? For me, I would walk
1: confidently into the water, waving at everyone, <laughs> and then I'd just drown. <laughs> everyone would be thinking, he's got something planned. I'd sink <laughs> down, minutes later, my body rises to the top, face <laughs> down. They'd be thinking... Any minute now he'll swim down again and then they'll have to fish me out with a big old hook. They'll use your snorkel.
0: Yeah. Silence! Silence! He's dead. (laughs) But Harry, Harry, right, if he, he's got no information about this gillyweed, but he eats it all at once. Whereas me, I'd be like, well, I'll eat a bit. And when it runs out, I'll eat a bit more and keep it going Wow! Oh, like, yeah, he does make that horrible noise in the film doesn't he Like in the gillyweed right
1: it's because spending so much time around David Tennant yeah
0: Harry why are you swallowing it whole I've one little nibble <laughs> See how that gets you, yeah? Have the rest in your pocket. He's going in in his robes. Take mm. them off. All right. Crumbs in his trunks. What? what? Accio trunks. <laughs> like, come in those. Come in the trunks. You know, you know someone that... You... Right, you can't just go completely unprepared. That's not the rule. You can come dressed in a swimming costume.
1: Yeah. Mm. You can, can't you?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: you can. You can
0: now he's about to jump into the uh, oh this made me laugh because he's so tired from running and out of breath he's got a stitch and then it says while Bagman's doing the announcement Harry's massaging his ribs oh oh Oh. stop
1: that he's massaging Bagman's ribs
0: (laughs) no his own ribs (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see that, though. (laughs) Harry, I'm trying to do me announcement here. Can you stop massaging me ribs? (laughs) How man? (laughs) I'm trying to do me sonorous charm. Silence! (laughs) And as he's wading into the river, it says there were laughter from the audience and catcalls from the Slytherins. Hubba oh. hubba! Oh, get your tits out, Potter! <laughs> Small girl, it might never happen. Show us your ass. <laughs> Fancy a drink, baby?
1: <laughs> <laughs> go on, give us a blowy Potter on the roof.
0: <laughs> How bad on the roof?
1: <laughs> it's mucky. This episode. It's you're right. you're making this episode go mucky. Uh, You mentioned a (laughs) blowy. You're steering it that way. I'm not. (laughs) You are. You're the driver of the mucky boat.
0: (laughs) I am the driver of the mucky boat. You're the captain. (laughs)
1: uh, uh, SS
0: Smut. That's you. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Captain Smut Boy. (laughs) You Smut, your honour. Next stop, Mucky Town.
1: When I was a kid, I used to hold my eyes open underwater, and I'd do it. And then later on, they'd, uh, they'd hurt.
0: <laughs> what, hold your eyes
1: open with your hands? No, I'd just swim with my eyes open.
0: Oh, yeah. Have you ever done that? Like, briefly, to see where I was going.
1: Goggles are the best, but I, I'd swim lengths with my eyes open.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. The, the chlorine from the water would, uh, yes, yeah, stang. Yeah. Mm. But look at me now. Perfect vision. Yeah,
1: I can see you in front of me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Have you never? Uh, when did you last have your eyes tested? Reception. Bloody hell! In the reception.
1: No, when I was uh, in, when I was four years old. All
0: right. Bloody neck.
1: Ten years ago. All right.
0: Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's test your vision, eh? Right. Yeah. So I'm going to open a book.
1: Yeah. He's going to open a book.
0: And uh, can you read that from there?
1: uh the page 499 yeah she looked down the list they had made in the library i liked i liked the look of that one she said the impenment jinx should slow down anything that's trying to attack you harry we'll start with
0: that one impressed i'm impressed right <laughs> i started off a meter away from him as he was reading i moved further and further away till i was at the door He did not miss a beat. I'm really impressed. Fantastic vision. Potter vision, you might say. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) That's that's really impressed me, that. If I ever need you to read a sign from a distance... What do I win? You win my approval and a, a biscuit of your choice. Okay, then. Penguin, would you like? No. Rocky, would you like? No. Blue Ribboned, would you like? I want one of them giant bourbons you see sometimes. Oh, yeah, like a novelty bourbon. Yeah, that is what I want. I once had a novelty custard cream that was like the size of your hand. Actually, I want that. (laughs) But it tasted rubbish. Actually, I want the bourbon then. Yeah. You're not not advertising that well at all. All right, if you... Read a long-distance sign. For me, I'll get you a novelty big bourbon. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> thing is, the most striking thing
1: for me in this chapter, Ryan, so they've taken something of everyone, haven't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Cedric, they've taken his girlfriend. Harry, they've taken his best friend. Yeah. Fleur de la Cleur, they've taken her <laughs> little sister. Yeah. Crumb... Of taking Hermione, if I was come, I'd be like, I, I know, I get what you're doing, but I barely know her.
0: <laughs> I know,
1: I don't know her. I mean, we went on one date, yeah. so I mean, I might not be the right person to try and save her because I don't care. I, I, if she did die, I'm not sure I'd cry. I don't. I think <laughs> I'd, I'd find it sad, but I don't know her, so know. maybe I'm not the boy.
0: They've put the most minimal amount of thought into <laughs> who they're going to take down the lake. Harry, it's his best friend, Ron. Cedric, it's his girlfriend, Cho. Fleur, it's his uh, sister, Gabrielle. And uh, who's it going to be for Crumb, I wonder? Uh, uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're struggling a bit thinking about who we should take off Crum. Uh, who was stood behind him in the dinner queue? <laughs> oh, Hermione, let's get her down. <laughs> He's not going to be bot- Get his dad. Yeah. Right, go get his dad from Norway. Drag his dad under the lake. Spell or not. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care if he's in a deep sleep. Yeah. Drag his dad under the lake and see if Crumb cries down. Yeah. I think he's going to be more bothered about one of his schoolmates being under the water than Hermione. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't remember what the name was of that other one. Borovic or something. Harry
1: saves Ron. Harry save one. Ron's face emerges out of the lake. And he says some shit, doesn't he? What does he say? It's cold, or I was, yeah, yeah. was a laugh. It's or cold something. in there, wasn't it? And then Ron scolds Harry. He says, "Of course, Dumbledore's not going to let all those people die. You should have just
0: jumped up as soon as you can." No one told Harry that. Yeah. Yeah, why has Ron been laying on Dumbledore's plan? <laughs> <laughs> What's this about? Yeah, like,
1: So for Harry, he generally does think, because they've said as well, 50% of people who take part in the tournament die. Oh, that must also include the, people, the hostages in the lake bit. Yeah. If they ever do the lake bit. So Harry thinks, well, they will die. Yeah. He's like, oh,
0: <laughs> of course they're not going to let me die. Yeah. We don't, we don't know that. Yeah. He could have easily been killed by a dragon in the first task. What's Dumbledore gonna do if he has a flaming breath breathed on his head? He's not gonna save him from that, is he?
1: Decreaso momentum. What is it?
0: Fire extinguisher arresto momentum.
1: momentum.
0: Closing his eyes doing the (laughs) spell. Oh (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean, like And also there's no need for that to be in in the book. Let it be full of danger. Oh. Yeah? Why not they be at risk? Because then it means more when Fleur's... Uh, I think in the movie, there's no understanding that they're going to be saved, No, is there? there isn't. And Fleur is much more grateful.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I prefer that in the movie. Et I
1: deserve no points.
0: And I also like in the movie that Neville is the one to help Harry with the gillyweed. Better writing, isn't it? Yeah, because that also gives more of a... Th- a moody connection doesn't it because Mad Eye Moody is the one that helps Neville
1: hell yeah brother
0: yeah also just a little uh, a little guest appearance from Moaning Myrtle in the lake hello Harry Potter it's me Moaning Myrtle in the lake I've just swam past some shit to see you hello it's over there by the way thanks Myrtle this chapter Harry has received help from the two people he ridicules the most hmm He's horrible about Dobby. He's horrible about Myrtle. And here they are saving his life. Oh. And his chances of victory and glory. And I bet he do not thank them. I bet he doesn't thank them. Oh, he said he's going to buy Dobby a pair of socks for every day of the year. Bullshit. That's not going to happen. <laughs> We're not going to read about that. He's not going to do it. And where's he going to keep these socks? What a
1: burden you're giving this elf. Dobby. Imagine 365 pairs of
0: socks. I know. That is 730 socks. Dobby, what are you going to do with these? (laughs) Sleep in them. (laughs) You only get a bin to put all your belongings in. If I was Dobby, I'd sell them on. Oh, yeah, get a business going. Because he only wants odd socks as well, so he could get rid of half of them. Mm. Yeah? Share them with his elf friends. His freaky little friends.
1: Has there ever been a boy that can swim faster than a shark? Well, there is a boy that swims as a half shark. Mermen are afraid of
0: magic. Oh, they are, aren't they? They don't like him pointing his wand at them. He said, let my friends go or I will shoot you he puts a gun to the head Mm. they're like fair enough we'll skedaddle and the next minute they've gone from that to like giving him a procession up the lake yeah so they've gone right go away that's against the rules
1: gotta say Dumbledore he tried to kill us but we respected it
0: He tried to kill us, but once he's put a gun to our head, we're uh, following him up the lake singing, "Yeah, <laughs> brilliant." Do you know what? Even though he was last, put him in second place. That's what we say, because <laughs> he's gonna kill us. <laughs> yeah, that's mental, that isn't it? He's put a gun to their head, and then they've come up out of their natural habitat to land where they cannot breathe, and said to some judges. Give that lad the golden buzzer. Oh. He deserves it. He was a nice boy. He threatened to kill us to save his friend. <laughs> 45 points to him, please. 45. Puntos. <laughs> hey, his watch stops working, doesn't it? He runs out of time and he do not realise. Oh. Uh. He needs one of those watches that have, you know, 100 metre water resistance. Do you remember them at school? People would show off in school with them. They'd be like, hey, look at me watch. It lights up, so you could do the buttons. It light. It's a stopwatch, and it's 50 metres water-resistant. Mm. If you're 50 metres under the water, you're not wanting to know what time it is, are you? You might be. You might be, I'm wrong. You're the little boy of... You.
1: The... <laughs> You're the little boy from the Alliance and Leicester advert, and you're swimming around <laughs> for pearls, yeah? Oh, yeah. But dinner's at seven. Yeah. <laughs> You've <gotta rise laughs> to the surface of the water. Yeah. And have your supper.
0: Yeah. Oh, bloody hell, I'd better be, better be back up in the water, in the surface.
1: Also, you want to time how long you can breathe underwater.
0: Oh, that's true. I've admitted
1: I was wrong. Are you a good
0: swimmer? I'm an all right swimmer, yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'd, lo- I'd love to see you in the pool. Well, maybe you can one day. What do you wear, a wetsuit? Yeah, wetsuit, uh, goggles, and uh, I've sewn onto my wetsuit all my swimming badges over the years. Oh, immature, pathetic. 100 metres, 50 metres. Grow up, you weird man. Oh, <laughs> got all my Frosty-sponsored badges. Oh! <laughs> and he, yeah... I love the idea of Dumbledore speaking to the mer people because it says that Dumbledore can speak mermish. So Dumbledore is just there going Is it? Yeah.
1: What do you think to that? I love it. I think that's great.
0: <laughs> I wish we could have seen that in the film him screaming like the egg. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and Harry comes second. He's got to be happy with that, Annie, because he was last, really.
1: But he's joint first overall now, isn't
0: overall, he? Overall, he's joint first, yeah, because he was first in the egg. The next
1: it? one will be the tie break. If you look at this image of Harry on the front of this book, he looks to be about eight years old, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah,
0: he does. Look <laughs> eight year old top. Yeah, but he's getting that golden egg in he? God love him. Get
1: him sneakers. Cool.
0: And yeah, they're getting ready for the final task. It's in a few months. It's in June. And then he goes, Oh, so Harry knew he had nothing to worry about until the 24th of June. Right, Harry, this is what got you into trouble in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare. They yeah. tell you they're going to say what it is from the 24th of May up until that <laughs> i I worry about it on the day. He's like me. <laughs> He's last second, yeah. last second, Billy. Mad. Even if I don't know what the task is, I'd be going to the gym, getting fit, making sure I'm rested, eating properly, building up muscle. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Oh. You can't leave it till the bloody last day. I hope when they get the information a month before. Yeah. He starts prepping from then, from day dots.
1: Oh. Hmm.
0: Right. How many shark boys out of five are you giving this chapter? I like this chapter. It was good. Uh, it made me stressed, though. I didn't like the first half of the chapter, which was just all about him not being prepared and reading loads of books for no reason. Uh, it was scaring me. Uh, but I did like the, the idea of being under the lake and the mer people. It felt like a new world. It reminded me of uh, the first book where he meets all the centaurs. And that mm. feels like a completely new world. In Hogwarts, that we've never explored. So does this Mervillage. village. Uh, I enjoyed that. It was pretty good. I like that Fleur finally stops being a snobby cow and starts kissing everyone, and their sister's been rescued. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm going to give this a very solid four shark boys out of five. I like this chapter. It was a big
1: fatty. And there was plenty of action for me to sink my teeth into. I wanted to dance with this chapter. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. I loved... Honestly, it was finally the action that I've been craving. No more, you know, talking, thinking about what we're going to do. We are right into it. I was a bit disappointed... That it was Dobby who gave him the gillyweed. I thought that was a bit boring. I would have much preferred it if he'd achieved it himself. He'd have figured it out himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that made me very sad, and I cried for several hours about that. Mm, but mm. I love the heroicness of Harry Potter wanting to save any- everyone, and for that reason, that bravery, yeah, that you know boldness. I've got to give this chapter five shark boys out of five. Wonderful. Right. Are you ready for quiz?
0: Yes. Quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions.
1: How well will you do? Quiz, quiz, quiz,
0: quiz, 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 quiz. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? I'll blow you
1: a kiss. Question one, what charm were they practising at the beginning of the chapter? The banishing charm. Correct.
0: Question two, what book does Hermione slam shut? Oh, no. Um, Where there's a wand, there's a way. No. (laughs) Okay. Weird wizarding dilemmas. Uh Question three,
1: who distinguished all the lamps? Distinguished? Yeah. Yeah. Extinguished. Extinguished. Yeah. Uh, Harry. Madame Pince. No. Oh. Question four. How is the gillyweed
0: described? Oh, don't know. Uh, green and gummy. Slimy, greyish,
1: green rat tails. <laughs> Lovely. Question five. Yeah. What method does crumb breathe underwater? Turning his shark into a his head into a shark, shark boy. Yes. Unfortunately, you've lost the quiz. Ah,
0: Quix... quiz, key, yeah. quiz, key, quiz, quizz, quiz, quiz, quiz. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizki, quiz, key, quiz, quiz, quizzicky, quiz, quizzicky, quiz, quiz. TM. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? I'll blow you a kiss. Didn't we sing that lovely? No. Now it is time for the nation's second favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to plopings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. What's in a beak this week, cheap, cheap? Well, we've had a lovely five-star review from Amy Smith. And Amy says, I absolutely love the podcast so much, I could literally listen to Tom and Lucas talk about absolutely anything. It's just a bonus that it's mostly about Harry Potter. Two very naturally funny and entertaining guys. Currently on episode 68 and looking forward to the rest. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. That's more of a review of us, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, We like it, don't we? We accept. We accept. Thank you, Amy Smith. We've also had a lovely message on Facebook from James Recklaw, or Recklav, I don't know. We only found out about you boys through pure fluke. We happened to book to come and see your show having been at the theatre in Birmingham watching something else over the previous Christmas, and you were by far the better show. (laughs) Where was that, in Birmingham? In Birmingham, yeah. I've never ran out of laughter before, but at the end of your show, I couldn't actually laugh anymore because my face just hurt and I was a little stuck with a smile on my face. That's the nicest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's lovely. Hey, and you like this. I've binged the podcast over the last few weeks and I'm now horribly disappointed that I have to wait a week to get the next episode. Isn't it about time you started doing one a day? No? No. <laughs> Oh, it'd be too hard for us, James. It'd be too difficult. James, I'd sooner
1: quit. I'd sooner, if it became down to that, I've got to do one a day. I'd quit in a second. Yeah. I'd throw my laptop away. I'd throw this microphone away. Yeah. There's no need for that. Well, that's how I feel.
0: <laughs> yeah. You can't put that much pressure on us, James. Yeah. One a week suits us fine. And hey, if you want more episodes, there's 30 On the Patreon, patreon.com slash pottervision. For simply just over £4.50 a month. Yeah. yeah,
1: You can get access and you can support the boys. It really helps us, you know. Yeah. Gets us better equipment. You know, we can buy
0: ourselves a drink or a bit of food every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it helps us with our ongoing costs, doesn't it? Like, we're going to London this weekend and, uh, you know, we've got to buy transport and uh, get hotels and things like that. Yeah, it just helps with that, doesn't it? If you'd like to, please, we welcome you. And you become a baby. And you become a baby. (laughs) Speaking of which, we've got our latest supporter to join our Patreon, and it's Alice, who's a baby Harry.
1: Alice, you are in the back seat of your parents' car. You are speeding down the motorway. They are going too fast, (laughs) dodging in and out of traffic. You become overwhelmed with your dexterous baby hands. You manage to unbuckle yourself. The window is down and you start climbing out of the window. Your parents are too (laughs) wild. They don't see it. You fall, but don't worry. I am driving alongside. I reach down and try and catch you, but <laughs> And I almost miss. I jump out of my car window, grab you, roll. I get hit by a car. Uh! I get hit by another car. Uh! <laughs> we land on the hard shoulder, and you ins- and you are safe.
0: No,,,,, not, na. And I am the first responder, <laughs> and I give you a kiss as well. Mwah! Welcome, Alice. This, oh, yeah, that was Hedwig's <laughs> Droppings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast, in case you didn't know. Hmm. Thank you so, so much for listening. We have two more tour dates left, but, uh, oh, yeah, but London's already happened as of today, but tonight. Get yourself down to Brighton. We're going to be at Comedia in Brighton doing our final show of the tour. But fear not, we are back in Edinburgh this year in August from the 4th to the 24th at 1.30pm every day. So come and see us. We'd love to see you back in Edinburgh. And also, Tom and I have got our one-off stand-up show before I go to Germany on the 26th of May in Manchester. All the ticket links are on the website pottervision.com. Support us on Patreon. We've said it before. Patreon.com slash Pottervision. That would be fantastic. But otherwise, give us a five star review. Why don't you? And hey, why don't you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? And we're on TikTok as well. Doing little clips of the pod, aren't we? Ma. You <laughs> have been a shark headed Tom Laurinson. And you have been a beautiful gilly Lucas Kirkby. Good boy. boy, boy.